I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome Enjoying the sun? Hi, welcome. Welcome to my <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I said before to you, it's too hot to me right now, but it's okay. Next week should be around 20 degrees and that's the perfect weather. Think about winter though. Oh, I, I don't want to think about winter. <laughs> okay, don't Why think about winter <laughs> <laughs> Because we'll miss this heat. I know, but if I'm being honest, I, I'd rather be cold than too hot. Yeah, yeah, I can agree. At least agree then with you that. can, I don't know, put on a sweater. I was just telling a friend that right now, what I do to like maintain my sanity with the heat because my place doesn't have AC is I go walk around the grocery store or like hide in the gym <laughs> after my workout because I don't want to go home. Uh, yes, we find things too. I've been spraying myself with the hose. <laughs> like a a self water that's a good fight idea. or something it's funny yeah do you know how they have different water settings mm-hmm. one of them is mist oh yeah so nice <laughs> i used to love to play with that when i was a kid just like put the mist on and spray it upwards and then it was like it was raining yeah yeah that's oh, what yeah it's that's the inner child doing that these days for sure <laughs> Yeah. But anyways, how have you been? Are you enjoying the sun? Yes, actually. Yeah, I can relate with you that sometimes it gets too hot. Like, okay, I need shade. But other than that, I'm like, I like it a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's true. We don't have much more warm left these, <laughs> these years. So, so I guess we should better enjoy it. <laughs> this year. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it's true. After, I guess after September, we don't have warmth left. It sounds so weird, but it's true. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be for the full academic year kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to go and transit this semester. That's exciting. That's nice not to <laughs> have to get out, really. I know. Anyways. So... Okay. The topic for today is, why are mirrors so creepy? I'm sure everyone thinks that once in a while, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. Like, when I think about mirrors, I'm like, okay, who came up with this? And how? Like, obviously, it's a chemical mixture or whatever, but the concept of a reflection is strange in itself, like water reflections or mm-hmm. just window like glass reflections and then all of a sudden somebody put something that makes it clearer to make your reality reversed yeah no you know Um, i mean i feel like both reflections and shadows are just weird and i think what makes them weird is the fact that they don't show exactly what's going on i mean it's a reflection it might be exactly what you're doing and stuff but it's morphed it's like somehow distorted Well, yeah, and like so many people have usually trippy experiences regarding mirrors and the like the visual distortions and effects that sometimes happen mm-hmm. inside them, if that makes sense, or even like regarding paranormal activity that come from them, yeah, or like play tricks in your with your brain, yeah, no, and I mean this goes back since ancient civilizations, yeah, yeah. I mean. 
ancient Romans believed that the soul regenerates every seven years. So that's where the superstition of like, oh, if you break a mirror, then you're going to have seven years of bad luck comes from. So they thought that, yeah, if you broke a mirror, then you were breaking your soul into multiple pieces. And then, oh my gosh. Yeah. So like it would take seven years to like rebuild or grow a new soul, which is an interesting idea, right? Yeah. Like how do you grow a soul? Yeah, I didn't, I never thought of a soul regenerating. Regenerating sounds better than growing. Like, yeah. I can only think of like the tail of a gecko growing back <laughs> or something like that. But it makes sense, uh, I guess, because like if your soul is somehow damaged, it makes sense that it would eventually like get better, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting to see all of these uh, beliefs. I, I didn't know about that. Like, I, I knew about the seven years of bad luck, but I had no idea it came from ancient Romans. Uh, I think in, in other cultures, but I guess it has to do with either Catholicism or Christianism or what is it? Orthodox? Because mm -hmm. I read different testimonies of people saying that they usually, like it's a tradition to cover the mirrors when somebody dies and they are warning them so yeah. that their soul don't, doesn't get trapped and finds its way wherever he's heading <laughs> yeah no i read that too but it's interesting because like you said in jewish culture yeah you cover the mirror for a week after someone dies but it's not only for the soul not to get trapped it's also because they believe that demons visit the houses when through mirrors or oh. yeah and like they visit through mirrors so and you know it makes sense yeah about like when people are agreeing because there's like so much sadness and like hairy feelings concentrated in one space that it can attract like entities that are just looking yeah. for that kind of energy to feed their spirits so yeah. that makes sense and also i read that this is more superficial but that they actually cover the mirrors to so that they don't have to worry about their own appearance as they are crying oh really something like that and it's like eh I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't know if you've noticed, but like one of the big signs of someone being depressed is they cover their mirrors because they don't want to look at themselves. That's so sad. It is sad. But um, I also read that in Dutch and German culture, they cover the mirrors because after someone died, if you see yourself, it usually means that you're going to die next, which is interesting. I wonder why they have that, that belief. Yeah, that's new. I don't think I had heard about that or that it makes sense because I mean, think out actually doing that and then <laughs> nothing happens. So it's more, I think that has to be more about, uh, it has to do with like, if you believe it, you'll kind of somatize it. Oh yeah. I mean, it could also, I like the only way I see that one being, you know, somewhat true is if it's actually connected, like if, it, if the mirror was actually a portal to another universe or something like that, Maybe you're a doppelganger or something, but that doesn't really make sense if you're always looking at yourself, usually, right? Through the mirror. Yeah, and it, 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 it's interesting because I also read things about how when you stare into a mirror, you're not only staring at like yourself physically, but honestly, at your soul too. Hmm. And, and, in, and I mean, in that sense, it is staring back at you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it is, oh, yeah, I'm having like a... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm shaking. I don't know, like, why do you think that people like getting scared? I guess this could be a topic, like a whole other topic, but 
it's just so weird to me that people, I don't know, like even though they're creeped out by mirrors or something, then we we have games like Bloody Mary and stuff like that. Oh yeah, where games you know, and, like look at the mirror, uh-huh. and whatever, uh-huh. and it's like, um, but why would we do that as people? I I think it's adrenaline or something like that, like like just not believing that anything bad can happen. Yeah, I guess it's also like skepticism trying to oh, be yeah. like, oh, that's not gonna happen, and then you do it, and it's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> But yeah, apparently this has been the thing for a while, like not the Bloody Mary thing, but just trying to communicate with spirits through the mirror. Uh, there is this thing called a Parisian booth that used to be popular, where you try to communicate by having like a series of mirrors lined up in a specific way. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know if, like the exact way or anything, but yeah, basically you try to communicate with them through that. And of course you have to be in the dark and with a candle and all of that. Apparently, if you just see it in front of your mirror with a candle, you should be able to see, like, the spirits in your house walking around and stuff. Oh, my gosh. And think about people who actually do that. Or people who have these dark mirrors, which I've never seen one. But also, I was as I was reading, I was thinking, like, how come people that usually are, like, witches or wizards they have mirrors like that but they don't use them on themselves they just let other people look at themselves so that the bad luck and all of the horrible things that have come from that happen to them wait what do you mean about dark mirrors i don't know like i think it, there's it's like a i don't know if a tool but some item that they use for like dark magic oh i don't think about i've heard that before and and it is a, a darker mirror or something like that, a black mirror. They call it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I read. Oh my gosh. Oh, I read. I read. I read. I read. <laughs> Reading is good. <laughs> yeah. But I read that also. Sometimes they use these things. Bad people with bad intentions. Because why else would you do this? Just do like, como se dice, como encantamientos, como. Witchcraft, como, yeah. yeah, enchantment to, to, to mirrors, and then they donate them to thrift stores. Oh, so that they can maybe spy on them, or like whenever the person okay. looks at the mirror, they can see something else, and uh, maybe even see like distortions in which they become a demon or something like that. Hmm. But I, I, I read a lot of testimonies of people feeling like they were watched when they passed by a mirror yeah i mean what i've heard is that you should never buy a mirror that has been owned by someone else not not only because i mean you know they could have (laughs) i don't know put a spell on it but uh it also can bring like demons that they had in their house like you know trapped that you put in your on your house right so that's why you usually don't buy that have been owned by someone else before that's interesting i like that's good to know i didn't i mean now i know and because i read all of those things i'm like oh that's not gonna happen to me oh my god no never but then how do you know sometimes like i don't know how do you know or, or for example when you rent a place uh, sorry i don't know what that was but <laughs> mirror, mirror, mirrors in the bathroom or something <laughs> <laughs> mirrors in the bathroom uh 
mirrors somewhere else that are like part of the house, you know? Yeah, you're right. I wish you wouldn't have said that because now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you're right. I mean, I don't know. Just so far, I haven't experienced anything. So I think we'll be fine. Yeah, we, we'll go Palo Santo and sanctifying and like <laughs> we'll uh, blessing the place, everything. <laughs> but I was going to say something else, which is what I've heard and is that you should not ever put a mirror in front of your bed or sleep in front oh, of yeah. a mirror. I've heard that that's like a feng shui thing. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of, yes, It that's right. It's for the flow of energy so that they flow and don't get stuck or don't kind of bounce back or something like that but it's more it's something else about like paranormal stuff it's like again yeah, your no, soul or other souls yeah no I heard that it's because your soul like you don't want your soul to be directly at a mirror while you're sleeping because it might have trouble coming back to you because I don't know if you've heard that before but apparently like when we sleep your soul kind of goes somewhere else or like I don't know um, I I never heard or read anything like that, but that's what I always thought. In fact, I thought that dreams is like you go somewhere else and you, like your your soul is what partakes in in yeah. dream acting or whatever. Yeah. No, I remember one time my mom told me that she woke up and my dad was sleeping next to her and she could see like kind of his soul levi levitating on top of him. Oh. Which is... And that would be kind of creepy but also fun to experience I guess <laughs> yeah my mom has a lot of those kind of experiences so I'm sure we'll do an episode on that <laughs> Danny's mom's stories <laughs> yeah. and experiences yeah I know she's awesome psychic okay what else <laughs> uh so yes as we were saying all of this time it's leading up to all of the possible visual effects that trip us out when we look at mirrors like morphing yeah in, in dim lighting or in the dark i don't know if everyone has heard of google dreamscape it was kind of common a couple of years back but it's pretty much this website on google you can upload a picture and you'll like kind of morph it try to find faces because our brain or our eyes do right yeah you find faces in in the dark or you're trying to find faces in something that it just yeah i think we mentioned this before in another episode uh i think the, i don't know which one but one of them that in the dark you tend to see faces for yeah. like in my case in the ceiling or on walls yeah. that have like a little tile pattern or something yeah nobody i mean now that i think about it we we look at anything and we can find a face like right now I'm looking at my kitchen and I can see so many like faces <laughs> like faces and I think it's because we try to make it look like that it's true that's that's super cool though can I remind but, you of that Pixar uh short the one with umbrella did you ever see that one let me see uh maybe uh like a blue umbrella and a yeah. red umbrella yeah what <laughs> I remember everything but I don't there. like the whole city has like a little face that they're trying to to help the umbrella uh <laughs> that 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 can make people like feel observed if they start like just finding faces everywhere so <laughs> creepy but I, mean, I don't know it's kind it's, of fun to look at furniture and look at and see a face yeah it's like pasting googly eyes in everything yeah 
Yeah. I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Our house will be filled with <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um, distortion, like body dysmorphia, and the way we look, which is really interesting because it can lead us to talk about appearances. Like if mirrors didn't exist, would appearances matter that's as much as they matter now? I don't. That's the thing. I don't think they would. I mean, I know we still have like reflection in the water and stuff like that, but it's just, I feel like if we didn't have a mirror and we didn't have this whole concept of like cameras and like taking selfies and all that, I don't think our appearances would matter as much because I feel like the, the social beauty standard wouldn't be the same because people wouldn't be as concerned about how they look. Exactly. And that would be, that would shift into being concerned about how they feel or something like that, which is ultimately ideal, but it's true. And then that makes me think like, even if somebody has, like everybody has flaws, but you know what I mean? Like not seeing them because you're not able to see yourself. Like I'm not able to see my own face right now without looking at a mirror, you know? So it's like when you see somebody else, you're not, you're not thinking about your flaws. Like, Oh, why is, my something else not like hers my nose you know what I mean yeah it's like I don't know yeah I, I remember watching a series and it was like a, a guy that it, it, it was kind of a monster in the series but he he was someone's sister I mean <laughs> someone's brother <laughs> and then uh like he had a hunchback and things like that but that's what I think, like making it very dramatic, physical flaws. When you don't have that need to look at yourself in the mirror daily or like not even the need, but the option mm-hmm. to constantly see whatever is wrong, then nothing is wrong. <laughs> it's yeah, just no, what I it mean, is. I was just, I was going to say before, we do have mirrors, but flaws are so subjective. Exactly. Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe you don't like your nose, but someone else does. Yeah, that wasn't the, the great example, but I meant something more extreme, like like, like that, for example, a hunchback. It's like, not everybody has it, but if you can't see it in yourself, then you don't have it either. But that's the thing. I mean, we look at it as a flaw because that's what society tells us. But I mean, it's just, well, go on. Because it, it's like a health thing. It's not, <laughs> it's not like it's wrong or anything. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. But like, I mean, not looking at it as a health thing. If people see someone with a hunchback, they're going to, you know, everyone's going to be thinking it's a flaw. I mean, even though okay. it's yeah, okay. not something that society has told us that it's not. Yeah. And that makes me think of the actual thing. Why I mentioned flaws. And is that maybe think about mirrors not existing at all. But think about society, how it is in terms of like, let's think of, High school girls being like, <laughs> we don't like <laughs> Ugly duckling. You know what I mean? But yeah. the ugly duckling can't see what's wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like everybody else sees you, but ultimately, I guess mm-hmm. we can project how we feel. So yeah, as, as long as we feel good, then we, yeah. we can project that and and the way we see ourselves is how we're gonna be seen or something like that I don't even know but that's the thing I mean I really don't think that if we didn't have mirrors I just don't think that it would be a concept because how can you judge someone if you don't even know what you look like exactly 
But anyway, that, that kind of reminds me of a, of a card game. I don't know the name of it, but I remember playing. Basically, you put a card on your head. And I remember if it was a higher number, you were like higher up in society or like a ro you were royalty or whatever. But you didn't know which card you had. So like you would go around talking to people and you would treat them in respect of like the card that they had. Oh. So you would slowly notice if you were like higher up in society or you weren't. It was a really interesting game. Wow. Where'd you hear of this at school? Um, I don't remember with who I played, if I'm being honest, but, and I don't know, probably like a party or something. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, I never heard that, but it sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, what other illusions can you think of? Well, I mean, like you were saying, body dysmorphia, that's really interesting to me because it really shows how the mind can play tricks on you. The fact that you would look at your own body and see something completely different. <gasps> yeah. It's crazy because, I mean, I don't, like we said, yeah, the, the mirror shows you a distorted version of yourself, but in, in a way, it is showing you, like, you know, pretty much as close as you're going to get to ever seeing yourself in real life, right? Like, you looking at yourself. Yeah. So, it's so weird to think that, like, someone can completely morph that in their head. It's also very scary. But yeah, that makes me think of like fun houses and stuff like that, where they are distorted on purpose. Oh, yeah. So, Didn't yeah. you mention too that in some shopping centers, they would do that to mirrors so that people look taller or something? And yeah, yeah. So, whether they try and look better on them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I heard that like in some stores. I don't know if they do that still, but yeah, they'll have mirrors that make you look slightly skinnier or like slightly taller, like nothing you would think twice about, but it does make you look better. So like when you get home and you, that, that's why I don't know, a lot of people get home, try things on and they're like, oh, I don't like how it looks on me anymore. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just so interesting how they can play with like whatever liquid reflection, like reflective chemical that is to make one look different than it is you know being a reflection which is supposed to be like as you said as exact as possible mm -hmm. yeah no that's why fun houses are interesting to me like they can be really creepy the same as those rooms that are like pretty much all mirrors and like it's kind of like a maze and have you seen those in oh yeah and that people hit their heads like yeah bleh, bump on them and yeah they can really lose sense of space or orientation <laughs> yeah no and like <laughs> I especially think of uh that scene I don't know if you have you looked at all of Stranger Things yes yeah well I have alert to anyone that hasn't but I mean it's not really a spoiler alert like it's just when Hopper is uh walking through that maze of mirrors I can't uh -huh. even imagine like having someone following you or like you are you know I mean having a fight in a mirror please <laughs> or all you see is yourself and like you're like oh my god paranoid everywhere you look at yeah wow not knowing which like where is the actual path not knowing where the other person is but yeah like that and, and like, there must be a point that you look around and you don't know who is the real you <laughs> yeah than if you look down at your hands or something <laughs> yeah no i used to go to those a lot when i was little and it was always really interesting we would always put our hands, you know, in front of us to make sure we didn't, like, crash into a mirror. 
but yeah, they're pretty interesting, especially because they're usually like dim lit. So yeah, it's kind of dark and you're, it's creepy. But yeah, that always reminds me as well of usually when, when I get a haircut back home in the salon, there's like these two big mirrors facing each other. And usually I don't wear my glasses. So like the one thing that I usually like crack myself with is uh -huh. looking at the infinite amount of rooms that it creates between the mirrors. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I don't, yeah, no, I'm sure everyone has seen that when like two mirrors are facing each other, like it just, it creates an infinity of the same thing. That is such an interesting effect too. It's like as if I called you from my computer and from my cell phone at the same time and the microphone just goes on and on and on. Oh, yeah. Jumping back and forth. Mm -hmm. No, and the same with, I mean, I'm sure if we were video calling right now and I had a camera facing you, that would also create like an infinite amount of... Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's also weird how text is reflected in mirrors. Oh, or like, well, it, it, yeah, it has to do with mirror effects. Like when an ambulance has an ambulance written backwards just so that you can see the word written correctly through the mirror. Yeah. If you're in front. Yeah. No, and I've heard, I mean, because that proves that the mirror is kind of like, uh, what's the word? Well, it is a reflection, right? So it is on the opposite side. So what you're seeing yeah. as a right, it would be a left, right? So yes. So that always, it was interesting to me to think about that, but I, I don't remember where I heard this, but it makes so much sense. Like, I don't know if you've ever had that experience of like, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh yeah, I don't look bad today. <laughs> and then you take a picture and you're like, oh, I look weird. Uh-huh. It's because you, like, you've never actually seen how you look because the reflection of the mirror, like, you, you're used to your face. As Backward, like, like sideways, like, <laughs> I see, I see what you're saying. What? Yeah, so, so actually the way that you look at yourself in a picture is the most accurate way to know how you look. Because the reflection of the mirror, you're used to that. So that's what it's normal to you. And that's why like sometimes in pictures, you'll be like, oh, I look kind of weird. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to the text reflection. Yeah. I always thought it was interesting, especially because when I was little, I used to write kind of like you would, I don't know if you were facing oh, yeah. flip it. Yeah. I would write backwards uh, because I was left-handed and they changed me to right-handed for some reason at school. So I started writing backwards. And then, yeah. <laughs> nice solution. Nice rebellion right there. Yeah. No. Wow, I'm sorry. I'm just still thinking about how I would look flipped. <laughs> Whenever you were a kid, did you, did you look at yourself like through a spoon or something like that? Yeah. It's just weird how it's, it morphs you. And not only that, but it, like if you look at one side, you're upside down. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's interesting how the angle of reflective surfaces can do that. Mm -hmm. Can just change the perception. Yeah. yeah, no, and I read that if you wanted to have a mirror that actually reflects the way you really look and not like the, you know, the inverse version of you, you would have to have a curved mirror, like kind of oh. like half cylinder. Wait, so it is possible to actually look at yourself? Yeah. Uh, Really? Mm -hmm. You just have to have like a curved mirror because that's 
then it's actually like you know reflecting how you look oh okay and it would be reflecting like okay i don't know how to like the proper way of like everyone else looks at you yeah yeah, yeah. and i like i understand what you're saying but i'm just thinking about the half cylinder and how it would work mm-hmm. it could probably be reflected like what's on the sides towards the mir- middle or something like that so it flips around but let's not get into that because it's confusing <laughs> yeah anyways <laughs> let's talk about supernatural experiences now and the possibility of portals to another dimension yeah i mean everyone thinks it's superstition right but that's always what i think about like where do these superstitions come from like something must have happened for someone to start believing that right yeah agreed and i don't know like sometimes maybe it's a portal either to another dimension or to another timeline what if the reflection that you're seeing is the you in another universe yeah i think we mentioned that last like a couple episodes back Mm. it's an interesting concept to think about because it makes so much sense i mean a mirror does reflect everything so it makes sense that it would actually just be another universe and think about how in movies or things like that they make your reflection pull you in the mirror or opposite kind of thing or 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 you put your hand in the mirror and all of this and it opens up and you can go through it yeah it's weird to think about but i mean even thinking about like the victorian era and how they were so scared of mirrors at some point because that's how they started using it to to make people think there were ghosts around. I don't know if you've ever heard about that. I think I read a little bit about it, but tell me more, please. Yeah, I don't know how that's called. Um, let me actually look for it. But they used, I don't remember what it was, like salt in the mirror or something like that. Uh, I remember well, reading about it in Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I heard about people being scared of Victorian mirrors because they were all owned or something like that by the queen and then ghosts were trapped in there or something so if they were passed down or sold or whatever those ghosts will come along with them yeah that makes sense i mean like we said before you shouldn't know someone else's used mirrors um yeah but what the the thing that i was talking about is called pepper's ghost it's an illusion technique used in theaters amusement parks museum television and concerts It is named after the English scientist John Henry Pepper. So the image of one mirror is reflected from the glass surface towards the viewers, and the second image is transmitted through the glass. So the stage lighting is controlled to selectively illuminate the scenes, but not the glass itself, which is invisible to observers. The combined image is genuine and not an illusion. The illusion consists of the audience not detecting the glass. Oh, so it's like a mirror and a glass. Uh-huh. A mirror and a glass. Yeah, so you would have a glass, right, on stage uh-huh. or something, and then a mirror kind of facing it, like, in a 45-degree angle or something where the people don't see it. And then there's someone, you know, doing whatever in the mirror, and it's reflected through the glass, so it looks like there's an apparition. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay, there's another practice or whatever called scrying, I think. Oh, yeah. And it's also known as seeing or spe- spying, sorry, or peeping or something. That's what it says. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Peeping? Uh, it's a practice. Yeah. Have you never heard of like a peeping Tom or something? Oh my God, no. 
<laughs> there, there's a little puppet here. And when you said that, I'm like, I looked at the, the puppet because he, he looks like a Tom. <laughs> so don't freak me out like that. <laughs> but what is it? Just go on already. <laughs> like, you know, when it's pretty much just like spying on someone. That's creepy. But thanks for the enlightenment. Um, it is the practice of looking into a suitable medium in the hope of detecting significant messages or visions. The object might be per personal guidance, prophecy, revelation, or inspiration, but down the ages, crying is, I mean, in various form, also has been a prominent means of divination or fortune teller. It remains popular in occult circles, discusses in many media, both modern and centuries old. But I think that's how, uh, I think they just use any mirror for th those purposes, but uh, like, you know, cold practices, it has to do with those dark black mirrors that I told you earlier, apparently. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't like the word scrying. Me either, it's creepy. It, it, it is creepy. You know what it sounds like? Like that, sound that people make on the um, on boards and it's really like screeching on and crying ch chat boards yeah. or maybe like running a nail through like uh, yeah exactly. some uh, yeah i i i can see that mm -hmm. yeah that's but crazy. it's it's crazy and I, well it's obviously it has to be dangerous like if all of these portal superstitions and stuff are true which i believe them <laughs> Thankfully, nothing has happened, no personal experiences, but also, like, the fact that it happens to one individual opens all probabilities of happening to anyone else. So, people actually do it just to check if it is true or not, and they just stare yeah. at themselves until they either see something else comes up, staring to their souls, mm -hmm. or start seeing distortions in their Yeah. No, I, I, I think it has another name now as well it's called mirror gazing pretty much yeah you just look at yourself for a long time and i think a lot of people use it as medi a meditation technique which is interesting but i would oh, I, yeah. I don't think i would ever do it <laughs> i'm scared i heard of of that being used as a therapy technique mm -hmm. i don't remember for what purpose let me see therapy with mirrors and it's they lock a person in a room with a mirror and and then the doors closed and the lights are turned off and then it turns out that the mirror takes them and replaces them with a parallel world's version of them and they are trapped in the mirror apparently that it was one of the stories that i found yeah what? it said that it, imagine that like apparently that's supposed to cure you or something oh that's when traumatizing you, when that's you, not curing you that's just when, <laughs> when when you not only take time to like mentally reflect about whatever is wrong with you just, just <laughs> literally reflect yourself in the mirror until you're replaced you're soul is replaced with your wow. other you from another universe and you're trapped in, in the imagine mirror. that though like your doctor being so done with you that he's like whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're you become like a a version that is like completely opposite like if you're depressed and the other one is like so cheery and ha, constantly smiling <laughs> like oh, nothing's wrong in buzzing say <laughs> that's an avatar reference there <laughs> but uh, okay. i can't believe that's real anyways yes yeah. but i don't know are you ready to hop on to stories 
Yes, in fact, I was like, as we talk, I'm thinking of stories that I read. And one of them was that therapy one that whatever person that wrote the story was reminded of this technique for therapy in which they love this person and then they're exchanged with somebody in another timeline or something. And then about, for example, interrupting privacy or something. And I read a couple of stories relating to that in which people are just trying to sleep and they acknowledge the mirror for some reason before falling asleep. They're like, I hate this mirror. Or just open their eyes and look at the mirror right before falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a girl just about to close her eyes. And before, well, I guess glanced at the mirror and she saw herself. It was her own reflection standing up, looking back at her. Oh. And she freaked out. Like she tried blinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, like, I mean, then it, it didn't go away. She opened her eyes again and, and it was there like... uh just staring so obviously she had to stand up and like go look for yeah parents but then they got freaked out too but obviously think about it like if your daughter comes like oh my god so it's happened you're like ah that was a nightmare yeah but she was like i know what nightmares are and that was not a night i mean yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) we could classify it as a bad experience aka nightmare but not necessarily a product of my imagination but the fact that this reflection would follow her as she passed by the mirror to get out of her room. And that makes me think of like the of paintings that the eyes follow you. That kind of oh, perspective yeah. that the eyes follow you. And that makes me think of your story in your friend's house. Yeah. No, paintings are another thing. Because as I was researching about mirrors, I before mirrors, paintings were already creepy in the sense that, yeah, there's spirits that can get trapped in them, there's demons that can get trapped in them. And that's why a lot of times when there's paintings, you might feel like, oh, the, the eyes are following me or like, you know. Isn't isn't yeah. there even like a story about like um uh Virgin Mary's painting somewhere that cried blood or something? Yeah. I think it happens more often than it said. Yeah, I don't remember where that was, but I I've heard that story multiple times. But anyways, yeah, on, in my friend's house, she had this really, I don't know if we've said this before in the podcast, but she had this really just creepy painting. And it was so big, it like covered the whole wall and her house was really big in the, in the living room. So sometimes we would just be there playing. It was like, we were in, I don't know, fourth grade. And I don't know, it, it was weird because we would both just like kind of stop and we would both, I don't know, like, it was that feeling of being seen, of, like, you know, you're being watched. And the, yeah, the the painting would just creep us out when we walked by, like, the, the eyes would follow you, because there were so many, like, creepy uh, creatures in that painting. It was a weird painting. And, and that's the thing, it's eyes in general. Mm-hmm. And I think because it's known or put out there that I start the reflection of your soul or the window to your soul. So it must be like really ingrained in our brain. Oh, but okay. That reminds me of, <laughs> of the fact that paintings can actually be possessed. Yeah. So if, if people feel like that, like seeing and blah, 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 it's because I guess whatever entities that can just see that something has eyes, 
then I mean that's the way to express their soul I guess mm-hmm. so paintings can be possessed and I had a story about that but I don't remember so I'll think about it and you tell me a story yeah so I guess my first story starts in 1786 and it's about the Myrtles plantation in St. Francisville in Louisiana I don't know if you've heard of it yeah apparently it's like really haunted <laughs> it's one of the most haunted locations in the south of, of the states so in one of the hallways across the wooden staircase there's this really big rectangular mirror with a gold frame and I mean the mirror has been there for like two centuries now and according to popular legend there was this slave called Chloe and she poisoned three members of the Windruff family which was a family that owned the place so it was Sarah the lady of the plantation and her two daughters and she poisoned them with cake a lot of people say that she purposely killed the family and others say that no she was just trying to make them ill but in any case they died and they are they seem to be trapped in that old mirror. So the people who visit this plantation usually report seeing handprints in the glass and you know, they think it's the Windrops handprints. And they'll they'll see these strange like grip marks around the the length of the mirror and they just they can't seem to be able to clean it. Like anything that they do, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't remove it. So besides that, a lot of people have seen like figures in like old-fashioned clothing just going around inside the mirror's warped glass. So yeah, people just come over from all over the world and take a picture in front of the mirror. And there's a lot of people that have seen, you know, things. And in the picture, you can see vaguely something there, but it's interesting. Uh, that's so creepy. And uh, yeah, I, I, I had heard about this one because as you said, it's like pretty popular and quite destination to go experience that, which is what you were asking. Why would people put themselves through it but I guess it's the adrenaline or something fascination about ghosts and I mean even as I asked that if I had got a chance to go to a haunted (laughs) location I probably would (laughs) (laughs) I know you would Mm, but when you mentioned for example the handprints and fingerprints I heard two stories about that and one of them is like this lady that lived with her mom and in the kitchen window usually handwriting would appear but every day it would be a different word like trying to literally communicate ideas but when she noticed at first she would clean it off and like move on because she was certain that her mom wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. and then she started realizing when she sat like across from that one window but at night because it would only show at a certain angle and when the lights were dim or like not shining directly on the window and then she started like writing down the the words and it turned out that eventually like every day would be a different one but it was being dead is not being alive or something like that something that is pretty obvious but still something that her mother or her or anybody, for instance, that would visit would not write because she said that the only other person that could be in the kitchen by themselves was her mom. And then any other visitor would always be in the same space with her. So Mm -hmm. it's not like they could stay alone at any point. But after that, obviously, she like blessed the house. and Yeah. 
Oh, that's creepy. Yes. It makes and me then think the, of, like... Go on. Uh, I've read about it in books or, like, seeing it in movies where, you know, you're taking a shower and you get off and then mm -hmm. there's something written in the mirror or something. I would probably die if that happened to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't imagine. Let's not... <laughs> no, let's not think about that. But... It's perfect segue to my next story, which was absolutely related to another girl that moved into a new house with her dad or something like that. But after a while, when she started like taking more showers, and the like the heat and the steam from the shower would fog up the the glass, the mirror, then she would see messages written there, and a really small finger but it was a nice handwriting very neatly printed but she couldn't really make up the words that were written there but it it's she said that the marks were always the same and that it didn't matter if she like cleaned the mirror every day to get rid of those marks they would appear again the next day oh and it, it was like that forever until I think one day there was a creepy story or a creepy experience in which she heard something as she was taking a shower and then she took a peek outside and the door was a little bit open but it was like nothing could have been like her I, I think her her father was not in the house at that point and then I think she had then locked the door or something like that like at least close it completely so it wasn't possible that even her dog or cat stuck their head in and then out again so it was like some kind of uh, say, elfo, elf yeah yeah oh weird so something like that those two are the ones that i have like with either glasses or mirrors but written like fingerprints and finger marks or mm. words written in them yeah, I think at some point I would just stop trying to clean it because, I mean, clearly whoever it was was just trying to mess with you. <laughs> yeah, and like, the, even if you clean it, it, it doesn't stop. So I think at the end, she did mention, like, after a while, it just stopped, and I got used to it. Mm. Okay, so since my last story was from, like, 234 years ago, this one is actually pretty recent. It's from February 9th, 2020. So, uh, it's about this guy who went to a hotel in California called Sierra Nevada House. Mm -hmm. And he, he went with his brother and they checked in for the night. So, they went to the bar to, you know, the bar in the hotel to get a couple of drinks. And the only other people besides them was a couple at a table and a man sitting, like, at one of the bar stools. So, they approached the bartender to serve them a couple of beers. But... The guy not, kept noticing that the bartender looked confused and she seemed to be like looking at something around the bar. So when, when he asked her like, hey, what are you looking at? She just responded like, oh, Isabella must have moved the salt again. So he at first thought, you know, Isabella must be someone that works there. But the mm -hmm. bartender explained that Isabella was actually the name of the spirit that, you know, they just moved things around the bar all the time. <laughs> He was pretty That's interesting. Off, yeah. Yeah, so I guess this was like a common thing for her because she was not faced at all. But he was pretty skeptical and he went to the bathroom. But he paused in the hallway 
because there was a mirror and in the corner of the mirror he saw a woman in a blue dress so he quickly turned around and no one was there so he turned back to the mirror and the woman appeared again but this time she was in black and white like it, it's so weird because at first she was in color and then she was not maybe the only the only thing i can think of that it would make sense is like somehow her spirit was distancing herself or something i don't know i don't i don't understand how how spirits can do that like show themselves in different ways in different clothing or in different i mean you know i guess it's because there it's just the soul right it's not attached to a real body so i guess they can morph into things that's uh, interesting. So anyways, he jumped away from the mirror and looked again at the hall, but no one was there again. So he tried to calm down and he went back to the bar and he told his brother what happened. And the bartender was like, oh yeah, that was Isabella. So she said that the, the spirit, you know, Isabella, used to be part of the kitchen staff. And she actually caught her boyfriend with another woman in the hotel. And because she caught them, I guess the boyfriend got upset and he pushed her off the balcony and she died so ever since then yeah she has been haunting the staff and the customers and like moving things um yeah so pretty much that's the story like the guy just got freaked out and convinced his brother to find another hotel (laughs) which was probably a good idea (laughs) hotels man they're full of those stories yeah i mean how many people have probably died in hotels it makes sense that it's haunted Yes, it's and it's it's crazy how they actually interact with the surroundings like that. Mm-hmm. I remember that one though, the one that I that I mentioned that paintings are portals too. It's because I I read one story in which uh, one guy is telling like the readers that he always lived in a very haunted house, and that. like not necessarily good spirits like they were bad spirits but they used to get a priest I guess to come bless the house like regularly maybe monthly until one time when it got out of hand or something like that he decided to stay he finally stayed the night and when the lights were off and everything he could sense things okay so at first there's like a mirror on the wall and like a painting across from each other or something like that. And then in the morning they were moved and nobody ever touched those. But then in the morning, the priest told them that the portal was through the mirror in the hallway that they had Mm -hmm. and that there was, then the other portal was the painting. And then that's when he said that when he used to pass in front of the mirror or like in front of the painting, he would feel observed or someone behind them. Yeah. Or something like that. So that's freaky. It is freaky. I hate that feeling of like feeling like someone's there watching you. Yeah. So yeah, my next one, since we talked about like mirrors being a portal to another universe, Some people actually believe that the face looking back at you is another you, right? But a lot of people think it's actually an evil version of you from another world. So 
the person who wrote this actually thought it was really stupid until something happened to her. Basically, she was getting ready one morning and she started noticing that something looked off. So she kept trying to fix little things like, you know, pulling her shirt down a little bit or like fixing her hair, but it didn't work. So she just, she went to work because, I mean, who cares? Mm-hmm. But she came back home and she drew herself a bath and apparently writing across of her top she has a mirror which why the hell would you want a mirror in front of your top I thought that was really weird but okay (laughs) Uh, I would probably not do that that's creepy but she she felt a really strange feeling like the same that she felt during the morning like something was off and she realized that it's because she could feel her face was relaxed but for some reason her reflection showed a smirk so like she was smiling, like smirking at herself. Oh my god. So she kept staring because she was like, what the hell is going on? And then her reflection winked. So she Oh my god. Thinking that she was just probably really tired and she went to bed. I don't think I would have done that, but okay. <laughs> um so a couple of days went by and nothing happened out of the ordinary. But then it was one afternoon, she was standing in front of the sink, drying her face after washing it, and her reflection smeared at her again. But this time, she grabbed the towel, like she, you know, because she was drying herself, her reflection grabbed the towel and wrapped it around her neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so ugly. Mm-hmm. that's so, so creepy yeah the woman was like what the fuck <laughs> she was freaked out she was terrified she dropped the towel but her reflection didn't drop the towel so the reflection started to wrap it around tighter and tighter around her neck and the woman could feel it even though that like you know her towel was in the floor she, so she was just there like gasping for air while her reflection looked like proud and happy about this so uh she actually says and i quote like her goal was to end me. I knew that if I didn't catch my breath soon, I would probably pass out. I could already feel myself losing conscience. I was beyond panic. How do you stop something that you can't touch? I did the only thing I could think of. I grabbed my blow dryer and just shattered my mirror. As soon as I did, it stopped. I could breathe again. I could feel my neck burn. I bet it was red, <laughs> but like no hell I was going to check. I would need a mirror for that and hell no. <laughs> yeah, so that's what oh she's like. I wouldn't have checked either. I would probably just left the house. Um, yes, find some company. Yeah, but I mean that's that's really creepy. That's really ugly. And there are many of like mirrors taking control, kind of. And like the weird part is that it's true. How do you stop something that you can't see? Like sometimes it's like it just happens. Yeah. From from el masaya. <laughs> Yeah, but listen to it. She removed all the mirrors in her house, mm-hmm. except for one because it's like built into the wall, so she couldn't. But she covered it up. But every now and then, she can hear like a tap sound, oh my. like tap, tap, tap. And like she says, "I know whatever is on the other side of the mirror wants me dead, but no, I won't give it that satisfaction, even if I have to stay away from mirrors for the rest of my life. It's been weeks since I've seen myself. I most likely look like a mess, but I'll survive." As long as oh I my see gosh, it. that's so horrible! And imagine just whatever it is, just floating through mirror, from mirror through mirror. Yeah, like, I mean the fact that like she can't remove that last mirror, and like I would just move. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally, or or break it. I mean, it's, it's impossible. Cool. Well, whatever. Uh, demolish it. <laughs> yeah, so call someone to I don't know, take it off. 
I anyway, know that's crazy. Yeah, that's the story. Wow, that one gave me chills. Okay, I have another one. Okay. And I'm just gonna read it. It says, My son was talking to me in my room a few weeks ago. We know someone is in there, but I have not seen anyone in the, my house. Others have seen people in my house before. Over a dozen people have seen a house spirit, the shadow that walks through my house. But I digress. My son and I were talking and laughing about something. And when he looked in the mirror and on the mirror dresser was a young guy laughing with us. <laughs> he had a 50 or 60 style uh, with a big round pair of sunglasses. And my son got the impression that he was from that era and just likes having a good time. When he said something, I felt something pass through me from the mirror out into the room. It was crazy. Now people will see a shadow pass by my door or a person in my room. And a different person described it as a man about 40 years old. Genuine smile, a good person. I was worried, but they said that that man, like that spirit, seemed to be worried that he had let me down or something like that. Because long story short, about why I know this is true, about a year ago, my ex-husband attacked me in there. And I remember thinking, why didn't you stop him? And after meditating on it a bit, I saw what was done to help me in that situation. So I also have at least one mirror man, or maybe two. <laughs> and they kind of use it as a door or window portal. Oh. I kind of feel like they are in a different dimension. And that is where they can pass through. But they can't leave my room. I am always I am always safe there, which is crazy because it's like she's used to it now. She yeah. she feels comfortable with them and they're her friends and they defend her I mean, or love with the with them. Yeah, with I mean her. if they're good spirits, that's okay. I wouldn't mind having a ghost that is friendly, <laughs> friendly ghost. <laughs> I'd rather that than you know a demon or something. But oh, um, totally. It's it's interesting to think. Yeah, it's really. Like, if they're actually portals, like, if mirrors are really doorways to other dimensions or universes or to the... What? How do you say in Masaya? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the, the, the other world. Yeah, the other side, I guess. I don't know. I, I so, the other side. Um, it's interesting. Like, maybe that's why people just have one paranormal experience and then everything goes back to normal because there was just like a random ghost passing by <laughs> or something. <laughs> it would make sense. I feel like when they sense that they get a reaction from you or like a, something like fear, especially, mm -hmm. they like it. It's fun for them to make you scared. Yeah. I mean, imagine being dead for like a couple of centuries. You would probably get pretty bored if you, I don't know. I guess haunting someone would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that you would say, of course. <laughs> so, okay, this one. This one's interesting. I'll read it as it was, you know, I'll just read it because I'll let you say what you think at the end. But okay. it's called, I will never look into this mirror again. So it says, am I going completely insane? Have I finally lost it? I managed to put up my computer to type this up. I'm hoping I get some good responses because I feel like I'm completely losing my mind. It all started last week. My computer has been really laggy for the past few days, so I'm hoping this message finally gets through. 
To give you some history about myself, I've always been the sort of extroverted guy. Considering that I tend to care more about what other people think over my own emotions, my physical appearance is one aspect that I'm particularly meticulous about. Call me shallow, I'll check myself every morning, dress nicely, my hair and attire all fixed, then go to work. People were drawn to my eyes, the man with the sparkling eyes they called me at work. It was one Tuesday morning during my morning inspection that I noticed that my eyes looked different somehow. It wasn't the bags under my eyes that I so carefully cover up with concealer either, but my eyes lacked the shine that they usually have. It wasn't just something subtle to me, it was actually quite jarring. I looked even closer, to which I saw that my eyes had no shine in them at all. That was weird, I thought. I must be like super OCD to notice something like that. And is it worth going to the doctor about it? Perhaps all of those takeaways I have after being too lazy to cook after work are finally getting the better of me, I thought. Perhaps my new glasses were straining my eyes in a weird way. I spoke to my coworker Lucy after she came back from leave on Friday and brought up the question if anything looked different about me. She said I looked the same when she shook her head and smiled in confusion at the question. We small talked for a while and then I went back to work. It, I know it sounds stupid, but I always took pride on my eyes. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that he is very conceited, so I'll take his word. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to take a selfie using my mobile phone while nobody could see me slacking off. And it was at that point that I thought I was going a bit nuts. Nope, the shine was there. I felt like slapping myself for worrying over something as ridiculous as the shine of my eyes. <laughs> I finish work as normal and go home. It's Friday. Finally, some time to get rid of work stress and relax, I thought. Perhaps watch some old 80s comedies to watch to pass the time and entertain myself. Yet something still drew me to the old bathroom mirror. I groaned to myself knowing I was now a slave of OCD and decided to go just curb my compulsions and prove to myself how silly I am. But when I looked, when I got to my eyes, that is when my heart sank and the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. There was no shine at all. In fact, my eyes looked even worse somehow. And it took me a while to figure out what was so wrong, since it was so subtle, but my obsessiveness soon found the culprit of what was wrong. My eyes were not looking directly at my own. They looked like they were just slightly glaring beyond my shoulder, but not actually towards my own eyes. I started trembling because I knew the stress from work must have made me go completely off my rocker, but just as I was about to turn away, my eyes turned to meet mine. I would like to tell you that that was all that happened and everything was fine afterwards, but that's not the case. I started noticing weird things happening around the house. Like I would go to bed and I'd get phone calls at unusual hours. Nobody was even thinking of calling me. But when I went to answer the phone, it would just be that static as, as if someone was answering the phone but just stood there doing or saying nothing until I put down the line. It was my house phone, and I would also get answering machine messages that followed that was just static and played until it exceeded the answering machine's message limit, and it abruptly ended with the two loud beep sounds. Monday and Tuesday, objects around the house started going missing when I was sure that they had not been misplaced. I felt a real sense of unease. I could draw myself, I couldn't draw myself to look at the mirror again. So I only used the bathroom at night when it was too dark to notice my reflection. I mean, I feel like that would be creepier. <laughs> I wouldn't Oh my do gosh, that, okay? imagine, yeah. yes. 
but everything then, happens in the dark. Yeah. But even then, there were odd noises around the house. And I couldn't have swore that I heard someone w- walking up the stairs, but nobody was there when I checked. This is now a Wednesday night, and the calls have been happening since Friday night. I decided to call a friend. I first sent him a message that I needed to talk to someone ASAP. He asked me what was wrong, and I went through him with that I wasn't feeling comfortable being alone right now, and that I was probably having a panic attack fueled by the work from like the work stress and sleep deprivation. He said, sorry to hear about that, Willie, but I noticed his tone was off, as if he was both confused and about to laugh. I became frustrated, and I raised my voice, asking what, what was up. Aren't you in the corner of your phone right now? I suddenly hung up in shock and also confusion. I was angry that my best pal was probably pulling a prank on me. It wasn't long after that he rang me. Why did you just throw your phone at the wall and pick it up? I yelled at him that I wasn't at a party and I accidentally hung up. I told him to dial an ambulance, reporting a severe panic attack because it wasn't working on my mobile and I didn't feel comfortable with going downstairs to reach the house, the house phone. He still sounded confused and I honestly felt like this was some nightmare. Willie, you're looking at me right now and you're not scared at all. You're just laughing. I don't get it. I demanded that he take a photo and prove what he was saying. He wasn't taking me seriously at all. A minute later, I got a photo sent to my mobile. He told me that I seemed irritable and wouldn't show my face to him for the photo, but that he managed to get a photo from the side. The photo wasn't from the side. He was looking at me, directly at me with wide eyes, dead looking eyes that looked like an unfinished painting, which instantly stuck out. At this point, I I felt like crying. I tried dialing an ambulance, but the number, all it does is go through the same loud static sound until I hung up. I tried calling friends, including my bestie, but I still can't get through anyone. Everything is just static. I I send one of my friends a text, but they keep responding that I'm just sending them weird square symbols instead of actual letters. I keep doing it over and over. It's 3 a.m. now and nobody's answering me. Shit. I hear it knocking around the house. I'm not sure where it's coming from. It sounds like burnt hands slamming against something. I just had to go and check without leaving my room. My bedroom door is locked now. This makes me feel glad my paranoid mother decided to put a lock on every single door in the house. I can't see anyone and the security light hasn't come up. Yes, I can hear someone outside in my back door. Front door? Mm, why does it sound like it's coming from both doors? Wait, my phone is ringing. Wait. Okay, I've got my mobile phone and on my computer desk and it's still going off on static. It's been like a few seconds now and hold on. The house phone downstairs is now going off and it's now leaving an answering machine message. Wait, I hear a voice coming from it. Can you open the door please? I need to look in the mirror. The voice was my own. The answer machine sent the same message three times in a row. And I swear with each successive message, it got louder and louder and more distorted. It's now 3.30 a.m. Why won't my stupid phone dial 911? I can hear the banging in the doors again. Call anyone. It's getting louder and I can hear it again outside the house. But in a way, it sounds like someone's screaming right into the door. My phone has dialed 911 at least. I'm waiting for them to pick up. I'm going to call the police. Something's wrong. Someone picked up, but that voice is becoming more and more like my own. It is my voice, my own damn voice. The voice keeps telling me to answer the door. I just heard both doors in my house slam to the ground. I don't know what's happening, but someone or something is inside the house. And I thought one of them 
comments are funny. They say, maybe you're the actual mirror person. And someone says, dude, would we even know if he, if he became the mirror person? <laughs> I think that's so creepy. What a good storytelling, though. It is creepy, but I, I didn't say this before, but I'm going to say it now. I think it might be a creepypasta just because, I mean, yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too much. Like, it's not... I don't think this is a real... Yeah. And it's not... Like, it didn't conclude. I was hoping that his size had something to do. <laughs> well, it didn't yeah. conclude. It didn't conclude because that's something else that makes me think it's a creepypasta. The more and more as you go through the story, the little square symbols that he talks about, like, with his friends, um, mm -hmm. start appearing. So, like, instead of some of the of the letters you will just Characters. get symbols and then like even in the comments he he commented something and it's just like square symbols oh, okay mm -hmm. maybe he's just okay get get it it's yeah. still i thought it was still a good story to tell but yeah i think it's pretty pretty much i'm pretty sure it's just a creepypasta <laughs> well good one i like the storytelling though usually those are the most intricate ones yeah undetailed i have one that had to with with reflection not like the your reflection doing something else mm -hmm. than the body so i've never been afraid of mirrors i mean i would occasionally be creeped out if i looked into a mirror if it was dark but other than that nothing except one time my boyfriend was showering and i was getting ready for bed Our shower is the kind that is completely made out of glass so he could see the whole bathroom. Our sink top is very large and so is the mirror. He says that he saw me brushing my teeth and getting ready for bed and that when I walked away, my reflection in the mirror didn't move. I, it stood there for like half a second. Needless to say, I was creeped out, but nothing else happened. Sometimes I just, since I realized that that could happen, like your reflection, stay there mm -hmm. or do something else that what you're doing. I tend to check for that. <laughs> like oh. move fast or do something like that. Yeah. Sudden mm -hmm. to see if that happens. I usually don't. I just... Yeah, but I don't want to push <laughs> it. after researching this yesterday, I was like, mm, like I told you before we started recording, mm, I'm just going to... I'm just gonna brush my teeth in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna push it. Yeah, but uh, I was gonna say, I didn't find any other like interesting mirror stories, but I did find this thread about lucid dreaming. Apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently, if you are lucid dreaming and you look at the mirror in your dream, mm -hmm. it's like very creepy. So, I found this thread on Reddit that says, I always heard that a mirror in lucid dreaming will bring spooky results. When I lucid dreamed last week, I decided to test that. I looked at the mirror of my bathroom. And I saw a dead version of me. My eyes were soulless and were gray. I looked pale as fuck. Uh, there was a gray cloud around me. I looked spooky as hell. Anyone else have stories like this? And someone said, a month ago or so, when I myself got a first real lucid dreaming, I remember going to the mirror and observing myself. At first glance, my real left eye on the mirror was somewhere on the bottom line of my nose, bridge, or even the nostrils. 
one hell of a deformed face which made me giggle a lot. And as that passed, I checked once more in that mirror and saw my face, this time kind of squished in the middle. Or what I remember the most, my eyes, whole eye sockets were right next to my nose. It looked even weirder and made me laugh even further. Don't have enough experience, but I assume my mind likes to break my face whenever it's given a chance. Well, that's very badly written, but anyways. It, I, I just want to mention that because I never thought of like seeing yourself in a mirror in a dream. Have you ever had an experience like that? No. I, I wish I was able to control my dreams kind of sometimes I do but I rather no actually never mind I take it back I like just being the spectator of the study rather than yeah taking action but I would like to do that thing of saying like this is my dream to see if somebody else in my dream goes this is my dream like that (laughs) person yeah that you showed me but no I hadn't yeah no but that I mean those experiences kind of remind me of what we were talking about like mirror gazing yeah watched a youtube video uh a while ago where like this guy did mirror gazing and he like told the experiences he went through so like he would just stare at his mirror I think do you remember how long it was like 20 minutes or 10 minutes I think it was 10 minutes yeah okay yeah so like eventually he started seeing his face in a different way like it started deforming or like he would see weird things going on it's so it's just interesting how the mind feels the need to i don't know find like a change or something or like i don't know why would it deform your own face and i remember how how he would react like oh oh and kind of (laughs) yeah like be shocked and describe what was going on what he was seeing (laughs) So that's kind of interesting, but also I don't know if I... Yeah, no, I was about to say, like, I mean, there's no way of telling if he was saying the truth, right? Like, unless you did it yourself. And even then, like, if you tell someone, they're not going to know if you're telling the truth. So, I don't know. I mean, with everything, I guess, that we talk about usually, there's no way of knowing what's true and what's not. But it's just interesting that these experiences, if they do happen, actually happen because why would they exactly plus it's different people just expressing similar experiences yeah or at least the same phenomena which includes mirrors Mm -hmm. in them so i think that's it for now yeah it is this was actually kind of a long episode i think until I edit, I'll have to see, but yeah. It was awesome, fun. though. Yeah. Good to find out, good to see, and good to be freaked out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially yesterday night, I was like, mm, I don't want to look at a mirror right now. <laughs> but yeah. Well, we would like to hear your stories if you have any. So yeah, please do. Let us know. If you have any mirror stories, let us know. You know where to find us on Instagram. So it's in the description. But anyways, I hope everyone has a good night. Yes, thanks for listening and good night. Yeah, don't look at a mirror for too long. <laughs> Bye. Bye.